0: Welcome to the Body Bag Podcast. I'm your host, Rider Dave. With me, my co-host, Chris Thomas. Hello. I'll only answer if you win me a monkey. (laughs) (laughs) And we just watched a movie that destroyed an average franchise at best. We're the first two movies, but... Yeah, I was going to let you go ahead
1: and do your little spiel because you've been kind of hyping this one and this was your pick.
0: Yes, so why why this movie i've always enjoyed i know what you did last summer and i still know what you did last summer i thought they were good slasher flicks but a couple years ago i found out there was a third one it's hardly
1: ever mentioned in like google because whenever i type in i'll always know what you did last summer they always go like do you mean i still know what you did last summer it's like (laughs) the internet doesn't even want to admit it exists
0: Yeah, and then I watched it and realized there's a reason a lot of people don't know about this third movie, because it's a steaming pile of shit. All right, well, that's spoilers alert for your
1: (laughs) review of it. Now, for
0: me, this is, I hadn't seen
1: the original I Know What You Did Last Summer for many, many years. I couldn't tell you. I can only tell you the bare bones of it. A couple people accidentally kill somebody and the fisherman guy comes back and hash and slashes them.
0: Yeah. Also, in this one, there's uh, no Jennifer Love Hewitt or uh, Freddie Prince Jr. at all. Not even a reference, really. All right. So this was actually my first deal. I've never seen this
1: movie before, so I'm not going into it as pissed as you are. So <sighs> maybe I can add a little unbiased opinion to it. Do you want to do it like uh, usual? We just start from the beginning. Okay, so... Uh, first, before you do that, real quick, I just want to say that the direct uh, just line up the cast real quick because we're just going to be throwing around names, so right. uh, that way we can say them. I, I got the list right here. First off, the director is by a guy, by a person named Sylvian White. I don't know any of their other work.
0: No, I've never heard of them until this movie.
1: You only need to really know about five or six people. Yeah, you got Amber, who's the lead, uh, the lead character, friend of the group, because this is a teen slasher, so you have one core group. She's a friend of the group and. Uh, she is the girlfriend to Colby, and most of this movie centers around her. Roger, the friend of the group, the one who pretends to be the fisherman killer during a 4th of July prank, in which yeah. the movie starts with. Then you have Zoe, friend of the group, and trying to get her singing career off the ground. Yep. And then you have PJ, friend of the group, who dies during this initial prank that kicks the movie off.
0: Yes. Oh, and
1: then you have Colby, the stereotypical, insufferable, douchey jock type who makes everybody keep the eventual secret and is the boyfriend to Amber.
0: And then you also have Lance who is the cousin to PJ, and he wants to bang Amber.
1: And he looks like Moran from Blue Mountain State. He does! I thought it was him when I first saw it. I had to look it up, and no, it's not the same guy.
0: It's not the same guy? But he does look just like uh, Alex Moran from Blue Mountain State, if any of you guys ever watched that show. And it's hilarious. I suggest you go watch that show. I was like, wait a second. When did Blue Mountain State come out? And
1: this came out in 2006. I don't think the ages match up.
0: Well, Blue Mountain State came out about... 2007 oh did it really yeah it's like 2007 2008 yeah i I got into it like five years ago so i remember watching it when i was in high school but this is not about blue mountain state no i i kind of wish it was but no this is about i'll always know what you did last summer so why don't you go ahead and get this kicked off let us know how this movie starts so it's fourth of july and they do a prank about the fisherman's curse who comes and kills teenagers but not before they give us some very forced background on the guy. Just in case you didn't watch
1: the first two movies, so you know. They're writing. they're at a carnival and they're on a Ferris wheel, and they all know who the fisherman, the Fisherman Killer is a well-known, like, folklore legend.
0: Yeah, and they're telling the story to freak out on consequential characters who you see on this Ferris wheel ride, and then you never see again for the rest of the movie. Oh,
1: is that who they were? Was it just a random group of people? Yeah. Oh, like, it was, a, and that was a dumb way to introduce everybody. It's like, you guys don't know about the Fisherman Like, literally everybody knows about the Fisherman Killer.
0: And then during the prank, the escape plan was for PJ to ride a skateboard off a building onto some mats. He was supposed to.
1: The prank was that they were going to get chased by the Fisherman Killer. Yeah. And then PJ was going to get chased up to the top of a parking garage thing and then jump off and, like,
0: die. Yeah. But someone moved the mats... And put a tractor in the place where the mats were supposed to be. So he gets PJ, impaled on that. PJ is very much dead. Yeah. Which they never address who moved the mats, who put the tractor there. That's never addressed at all.
1: Well, I'm, I'm fairly certain that it gets explained at the end.
0: Well, no, it doesn't because the ghosts or whatever are supposed to come up with people who have secrets. And him dying is a secret, so he wasn't involved yet.
1: Uh Okay, I guess you're right yeah so that, i don't uh, is that like lore from the first two
0: no but that's the lore they were going with in this movie
1: but, Oh, other that, that they kept the secret
0: in yeah home, of his death uh, yeah
1: but at the time they hadn't had a secret to keep yeah i guess the only secret would have been like oh it was just a prank but
0: yeah, yeah. so he dies yeah so a movie about a fisherman's curse you would probably be thinking this takes place on a, a coast yeah coastlet no this takes place in fucking colorado i was
1: about saying like montana or something in the middle of the mountains broke ridge colorado far away from any kind of ocean
0: i want the writers to explain why they decided colorado is the place for the movie because that makes no fucking sense Or why
1: they would care about a 4th of July thing that would have taken place in a town that's not theirs.
0: Yeah, because the first one takes place in a small fishing town, I think, in North Carolina. Yeah, I'm going to let you fill in all the little intricacies. And then the second one takes place there, and then they go to Jamaica. Which, guess what? Jamaica's in the ocean, so it makes fucking sense. But Colorado,
1: I love that we chose these because you're going to have one person that's really heated or
0: really passionate. Yeah. Who's who's just like,
1: yeah, well, you know, objectively. No, fuck your objective (laughs) speech.
0: Who in their right mind when they were like, let's make a third, let's make this a trilogy, bring none of the original cast back. Oh, and we're going to move it to fucking Colorado because that makes sense for a fisherman fucking killer. Or why they would care. Yeah, there's not even a fucking lake where they're by. Like, that would be, like, me
1: telling some locals about the legend of something that's going on in, like, Tennessee. Like, why am I even telling you this for? We're not even near water, and it's not even our town. Why do we care? Exactly. So that's how we get introduced to the backstory. And then the prank happens. It goes wrong. PJ dies. Then they fast forward one year. After, well, they, they go into a forest and they are, like, kind of guilt-ridden and they are kind of blaming each other. And then yeah. they agree, we don't tell anybody it was a prank. Oh, that's something else I wanted to say. This is going to be an extra long episode, I think. <laughs> <But> <laughs> at the carnival, where yeah. all this has taken place, first off, I guess a guy can just walk around in a fisherman trench coat without raising suspicion until... The you know what? <laughs> that wouldn't look out of place in a fishing town. But in fucking Colorado, it should and apparently they make it look like first off the editing and this is awful uh, you know how i think it was in fear.com that i compared it to giving a chimpanzee a, a camera and letting him go no this is like giving a chimpanzee a camera and letting him just shoot whatever he want. The, the beginning is filled with nothing but those close-up jittery shots like i complain in fear.com yeah it's filled with slow-mo it's filled with close-up face shots and all of those are fine but not when you put them all together.
0: And then they have, like, random nothing cutscenes with uh, background music being, like, Early, early 2000s, like emo music. Yeah, editing funny. of this movie is horrendous. Yeah, I wanted
1: to get that out of the way. And I wanted to say they try to make it look like everybody's at this carnival is freaking out. But if you look around, it's just it's the, our main characters. But everybody else is just going about their day.
0: Yeah, like five scene. of the 10 people run.
1: They, they ran like around the corner and down the thing screaming. and But you see people in the background just kind of like, huh, let me just let me try to win this uh, prize here. But they, I just wanted to put that there. But yes, they agree that they should keep their mouth shut
0: yeah the secret dies with us as they say the dialogue in this movie is awful so it's a year
1: later i also got to mention that these five characters are the five characters you see in every single like group of high school or college friends who are getting stalked by a killer Yeah. You have your stereotypical jock. You have a jittery, quirky dude. You have the main actress who's there for eye candy. And then
0: her friend who's like a rocker. Who's kind
1: of like the outcast, like grunge rocker type.
0: And then you got the burnout. So a year later, she is at the graveyard, which is. The most worst kept graveyard I've ever fucking seen. I was gonna say, is this graveyard out in the middle of the forest? <laughs> <laughs> Are they not taking care of these fucking graves? Because it's full of fucking weeds everywhere. <laughs> Did they not
1: give a shit about PJ? <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, goddamn, dude. Like this, like the worst, well, worst kept graveyard I've ever seen. But she's
1: back. She went away for. For a certain no, I time.
0: think she stayed in town with her oh. boyfriend, Colby, that went away. He went to California for a year. But because of what happened, this friend group all kind of went their separate ways. And apparently
1: having a secret like that in a year time turns everybody into just kind of like assholes, passive-aggressive assholes. Yeah. Because everybody, because all of them are just like shitty to each other.
0: Yeah, so she goes from the graveyard to a barn party where she's talking to some other random people you won't see again for the rest of this movie. Where she's like, yeah, I can't wait to see Kobe when he gets back in town in a couple weeks. They're like, you dumb bitch, he's right up there. Because evidently, <laughs> oh, communication no, no. relationship broke down over the year.
1: And she goes up and she's pissed, obviously. And he's like, yo, we were, you know, drifting apart anyway. And she's like, yeah, but that's news. That's news to me. You got Colby, who did he think that he would not be able to run into her? Apparently, this is a small town, even though it's in the middle of the mountains where it's uh, a small mountain town. It's a small mountain town where everybody knows each other. And yeah, apparently he wasn't or he tried to go to for a year to this internship thing, but didn't
0: work out. Came, yeah, I guess he got fired or something. Yeah. And then came back to work at the pool. She's pissed and they basically break up
1: right then and there. Yeah. All right. So, and, and then sulking montage
0: yeah uh, some bad editing cuts now she's asleep wakes up she goes back to her uh wait where are her parents i guess they were gone for the weekend because they left her a note that says don't have
1: any parties
0: yeah while yeah. we're away so i guess the fact that her friend died the year before on 4th of july her parents are like yeah it. a, it's a good time for us to take a vacation without her
1: and it's 11 30 at night and Apparently, she has an alarm that goes that was set to go off at 11.20 at night, set to hard rock music.
0: Yeah, I was like, what the... Okay,
1: whatever. Which is, you know, just an opportunity to give another jump scare. Yeah. She notices she has 50 missed messages.
0: And they all say, I know what you did last summer. Ooh, scary. I wonder what that means. Yeah. So she goes to her friend, Zoe. Who's a little bit standoffish. Because they haven't spoken in a year, and then you get some of the worst dialogue you've seen where she's just like oh you look like someone who was once familiar to me oh yeah, yeah. oh sorry do i know you you look familiar that yeah. kind of like passive aggressive yeah and then she's like look at this shit they're like oh who'd you tell i didn't tell anyone who'd you tell i didn't tell anyone so zoe doesn't believe her but she, yeah but
1: uh amber's freaked out because she thinks there's a guy out there on the loose killing people and yeah so zoe's like all right well you can stay the night over here yeah whatever i guess stay.
0: zoe doesn't live at her house she Lives where her band practice, garage type place.
1: Yeah, her band they're, they've been practicing trying to get their band off the ground, and yeah, they're practicing in a kind of like a shack or a barn or something.
0: Yeah, I guess that's where Zoe lives. Next day, so they tell Roger, who was like, Hey, we should tell the cops, and they're like, Hey, you should shut the fuck up. No,
1: Roger is legitimately. I will say this about Roger, he's probably the only. Her character who's actually acting like he has a secret
0: he is like yeah. hey someone knows it's better if we tell the cops before they tell the cops day one he was trying
1: to say hey look we need to go to the cops before this gets out of hand which yeah probably if they did it probably wouldn't have been as bad so yeah yeah but they're like no let's figure this out first
0: and just in the meantime
1: keep your mouth shut so it's like eating him alive inside and you can
0: tell he's been drugging up this past year Trying to get rid of he's what he knows. With, yeah.
1: Because he, he blames himself. He, the, yeah. He's the one who dressed up as the killer.
0: You know, the, the whole prank. whole prank idea was Kobe's, so. All
1: right, so he do- he says he'll keep his mouth shut for now, and then Zoe agrees to tell Kobe, because uh, Amber obviously doesn't want to deal with him.
0: And so Zoe goes and talks to Kobe, and he's like, oh, you know, she's making this up for attention. And then Zoe's like, no, you probably did it. text her all this to get back at her. And then, because Kobe's a lifeguard, so he got off his lifeguard to suck Zoe. And then when he got back up on it, kind of like on the concrete and water, it kind of spelt out, I know what you did last summer and fades away real quick Well at this point i'm like sitting there like so who's out there like drawing on the ground right like that would have been pretty fucking obvious and then at this time amber decides it's a really good time to go uh mountain bike for, riding for a nice mountain bike ride yeah because this seems like a good time to do it yeah so she. Right, so like the top of this mountain. She gets off her bike for literally five seconds.
1: Go take some pictures. She's into photography.
0: Yeah, she really doesn't even take one picture. She turns back to her bike and both of her tires are slashed. Oh, fucking K.
1: And if you're wondering what kind of mountain town this is, it's a one with a ski lift because there's a nearby one that she manages to walk her bike over to.
0: yeah. To take it down, she now has to take the ski lift down the mountain before okay. the storm comes. Because I guess she uh rode a bike up an entire mountain, yeah. And uh, <laughs> what kills
1: me is that the ski lift attendant was like, Oh, it looks like it's about to storm, let me get you a lift, like right now, right when it's about to storm. What do you mean? What do you mean? <gasps> hopefully,
0: you make it down before the storm hits, yeah.
1: Hopefully, hopefully, you'll get it down there before it really picks up. I was like, Can I just don't you have like a truck or something? Can I just catch a ride with you?
0: No, fuck off, kid. Get on that ski lift. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not a, like, ski lift, ski lift. It's, like, an enclosed one, too, so...
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not, like, a snowy town.
0: It's, yeah. uh, it's not, like, a snowy ski lift. It's, like,
1: to get, you know... It's 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 a decent size or, or decent length.
0: What did Kobe call it? A Gokulan or whatever? Uh, I forget. I yeah.
1: But what, what also, it just makes me laugh, is that this is a town that they all audibly said is boring and they don't like it, but they still stuck around even after this horrible thing happened. Like... Yeah. You still stuck around the same town?
0: And honestly, the only reason that they put it in the scene with her mountain bike breaking up and having to take it down was to get the scene of the fisherman and the other one coming towards her with, like, flashes of lightning. you see the fisherman? Yeah, she gets attacked
1: by the fisherman on the way down. She sees him in the, the ski lift across, the, the one going up, and then he somehow gets to her side and attacks her.
0: And then... It, the fisherman just breaks the window of her ski lift and then is gone.
1: So at this point, I, I'm like, sitting there like, all right, so that's obviously impossible. Yeah. I'm sitting here thinking to myself, okay, if I'm not mistaken, in the first one, it was a like an actual dude, right? Yeah. It was a human dude. Um, in the first two, yeah. In the first two. In this one, so, you know, bound by a human, like, what he's doing is scary, but well within the means of a human. In this one, so I'm sitting here and I see a guy go from one ski lift during the storm jump across to hers or you know we don't see him jump across or anything like that but he somehow teleports over to her side and attacks yeah. her. So i'm like all right um I, I i was gonna ask you i was like is, is this common in these movies for them to do like impossible things like this
0: so she goes and i guess while she's gonna attack her camera automatically starts taking pictures that's handy yeah that's a cool feature and she got a picture of the hook coming through the
1: window. She got a picture of the corner of a of what looks kind of like a fuzzy hook.
0: Yeah, not a great picture. You're and right. even comes right. like that doesn't look like shit. But look. but what we need to do is go talk to Homeboy so he doesn't tell the cops. Yeah, we need to go talk to Roger. So they go to where Rogers is working on the ski lifts and stuff like that.
1: He's he's taking pills, and this is when I saw that scene. I was like, all right, now this guy looks like he's actually living with a grief kind of thing.
0: Yeah, because they cut back to Roger. He just finished writing a suicide letter.
1: He's planning on killing himself that night.
0: Yeah, and then he hears a noise. He's like, does the whole, hello, who's here?
1: There's a lot of scenes where there's a lot of like just abandoned buildings. Because he's like, sleep. Is he? does everybody just sleep where they work? Cause, cause only Amber has it, an actual house. It looks like.
0: I think this might be one of those uh, seasonal Colorado towns where it's probably only
1: oh group people like come in what seasonally or
0: something. Yeah, during the winter to go skiing and snowboarding, but yeah. since it's summer and they can't do that, no one's oh, really
1: there. Why not just bunk there and save yourself some money? Yeah. Okay, that makes a little more sense.
0: So, dude, he grabs a saw and then he turns around, and takes a hook to the throat. So so Roger's dead. Yeah, there's like a like a minute and a half of a very not suspenseful like cat and mouse scene where you're like, Oh I swear he's gonna get him? no. This no no oh there, there's he's a lot dead. of
1: scenes where like this I this is an hour and a half movie. It could have easily been an hour. Yeah. If he took out all of those things that were like unnecessary. So uh Roger's dead.
0: Yeah. They get which, there. Which is kinda of pointless considering he was about to kill himself anyway. The fisherman couldn't have that, no. He needs his kills. So they get here, get there, realize he's dead. They think Here's someone else. They think he's the killer because he has a suicide note and a fishing hook. And then the cop's up and they're like, no, we just found him. He killed himself. And the cop just went, oh. Yeah, okay. No okay. Need, uh, no need to investigate this. <laughs> Inve-
1: further. Yeah.
0: I mean, obviously, here's the note. Here, All right. Don't, don't put on any gloves. Here, just just take it. T- take
1: it out of my hand. No gloves. Yeah. Even Amber was about to go put her fingerprints all over, um, yeah. all over Roger's body. He Was like about to touch. If you look at that scene, you see her about yeah. to like touch his body. You will yeah. see like, Colby sit there and roll his eyes like, "I can't believe you're about to fucking do this."
0: Yeah, what an idiot? And also in the sound, there's two cops. One is the sheriff who was PJ's father. That's important. Yeah, another one is a cop. He looks to be in like his thirties. Yeah, he he
1: definitely looked like.
0: If not thirties, like twenty nine or something. He, yeah, he definitely wants to bone Amber, who's eighteen. Yeah,
1: this dude, and he makes no like he doesn't like come straight out and say it, but he like he'll say stuff like, you know, it's coming upon the anniversary. You know, if you need like a place to stay or someone yeah. to talk
0: to, I'm here for you. Like, dude, you're way too old for this girl. What the hell? I mean, I don't really, you know, I'll, I'll,
1: I, w- well, I will say that I don't really care about the age difference as long as it's legal. But if she's, is she like in the thing? Does it say she just turned eighteen?
0: Yeah, because uh, she, when the prank happened, she was going into her senior year of high school. So and Kobe was going away to college. That's why she was there for that year. Not like like
1: ten. So sh- whatever your age differences don't usually. I don't usually care about but if she's 18 that means that dude and this is a small town that dude's been like kind of waiting for her to turn 18
0: yeah he's had to know her like since she was a little girl type deal like if she
1: that means when she entered high school he'd have been like 26 or something 20 yeah
0: 27 so yeah. that so I it is that really weird. weird yeah
1: but yes yeah, so there are two cops you got him
0: and you got pj's dad we'll go with that pj's is it was his dad or uncle it was PJ's dad, Lance's okay. Yeah, because Lance is, is uh, PJ's cousin. Deputy Hafner. That's that's who. Hafner, was. okay. That's the guy who
1: wants to bang uh, Amber. Okay. So, yeah. So there's only a handful of people in the town, and Rogers did yeah. n- no further investigation. Yeah. They go back to Amber's house.
0: And then I guess all the pictures that she hung up on her wall all got cut out to spell Which- soon.
1: She has a collage which looks more like a crime scene investigation photo thing. The way she yeah, has it. it's like she just has random pictures just like pinned to a thing. Like she's trying to solve a conspiracy,
0: right? Yeah, her collage is very unhinged. But yeah,
1: someone cut. She would have been all... my first. She would have been my first thought as the killer, right? You um, just see all these headshots and close-ups of all, all the people she knows, and they're just haphazardly pinned to a a. a bored and everything like that like, i'd be like this chick's crazy
0: yeah her collage makes her look like a psycho but the killer cuts all her pictures spelt soon on her wall so, Give him that warning he's gonna kill him soon so now they know it wasn't roger yeah and so the next day is the day before the fourth of july where lance comes up to amber he's like hey like i know what happened last summer even though i wasn't involved but you guys need to stop the pranks and don't fuck with my bike Yeah.
1: Turns out somebody vandalized his bike. It says uh, somebody carved the phrase, uh, you know, onto it. Yeah. Because Lance knew about it because Roger had fessed up to him. (laughs) Apparently, Lance is better at keeping secrets.
0: Yeah. I guess even though it was his cousin that died, the fact they still went about Amber was stronger than that, so he didn't say anything
1: i was just about to say let's say the real reason why he didn't say anything yeah because he also wants to apparently everybody wants to bone amber it's like yeah she's attractive but like more my type back in the day would have been her friend zoe
0: right exactly
1: zoe's more my kind of my speed of of girl. yeah girl girl sounds gross a woman (laughs) but you know what i mean i didn't yeah you have to be careful how he word things (laughs)
0: yeah back in like my days like Early 20s, high school years. Yeah. It would have been more Zoe for me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Even now, like, people like Zoe. I like, she kind of had a Rosario Dawson kind of look, like a young Rosario Dawson look, which I thought was pretty hot.
0: Yeah. Uh, The only other thing I know the actress that played Zoe from was she played uh, Melissa Hastings in Pretty Little Liars. In case you guys were wondering who we're talking about.
1: I think that she would have been in her 20s when she did this. Yeah, so In two thousand six, and I think she's like about forty now, like yeah, thirty nine or something like that.
0: That's the only other thing I remember seeing her in. She's the only actress that I think I've seen in any other movie. She was she's in her mid twenties,
1: so I don't feel weird if I say yeah, she's hot.
0: Yeah, but yeah, so that happens, and then there, so Lance, and then what's the next scene? Is when is Kobe swimming? Oh, oh yes,
1: uh, so oh, I got the notes right here. So. One Year later, they go to tell, Colby, doesn't believe them. Roger's terrified,
0: Roger, dead. Yeah, uh,
1: the group return to Amber's house. Okay, so they go to uh, visit Lance after they visit Lance. Oh, no, here, here, here's where we are. Lance tells them that the sheriff has been asking questions, yeah, uh, about a secret, but he didn't specify because nobody likes to be go into detail, yeah. And they all sit there and, and talk and thinking, okay, is it is it lance's uncle is it not why is it uh they're thinking he's the most reasonable suspect because that was his uh pj's dad yeah he he would obviously want revenge Revenge, yeah yeah.
0: even though saying like dude's a sheriff if he knew and wanted revenge he'd just arrest him logically thinking is something that doesn't really happen in this movie colby is like well we need to confront
1: him and everyone's like no let's 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 uh confess to Mm
0: -hmm. hafter The guy who wants
1: to bang the creep. The creep who wants to bang Amber. Yeah. They're like, let's confess it to him.
0: Maybe Amber could take one for the team for us. Maybe we can,
1: yeah. yeah. I'm sure that's what they were probably thinking, but they were were like, maybe he can help us, like, navigate this a little bit better. Yeah. But at the same time, when they're going to be doing that, Colby dumbassedly writes an anonymous note and puts it on the sheriff's car. Says, I know uh, what you're doing. Stop it or we'll... Tell people, which yeah. I don't know what that's. But you'd just be telling on yourself.
0: Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Fucking so, Colby.
1: Yeah. Freaking. Col- but I will say that Colby came. I had did how as douchey, stereotypical as he is, he did bring up a couple of valid points.
0: Oh I, I think like I, I haven't bring them, but yeah. I'll, I'll get to it at some point. Anyway, so and then kobe decided to go for a swim, which I get. You know, I used to be on the swim team, so I was like. Do you guys
1: usually have access to an empty pool after
0: hours? Well, if he was a lifeguard, he probably has keys to, uh, like, the pool that he works at. Yeah, I guess so. So he could probably just go in there and swim. I forgot that he was a lifeguard. Which, you know, night swimming, I was like, it's pretty pretty bitching. so I get Cause, that. Cause, uh, yeah, no, nothing against night swimming. I love a good night yeah. swim. Yeah. But I, th- I just was
1: like, how did he get in, in access to... The- oh, yeah, he's a lifeguard.
0: Yeah. So while he's swimming, the fisherman comes... Throws his hook through his foot. I thought he cut his Achilles. Basically, yeah, but then Kobe's still kind of able to walk with the walking boot. That dude
1: moves around like he doesn't have a a cut Achilles. Yeah. I mean, they give him crutches. I mean, he survives the night, but he has to wear crutches. But he gets around okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so they go to talk to Hafner, and PJ's dad's there. Yeah, wouldn't you know it? He's having a cop party.
1: (laughs) You guys still want to confess? No.
0: we're we're gonna leave so yeah they leave and uh, they're like hey how about this tomorrow's the fourth so why don't we get the fuck out of town tonight the most sensible thing that has been suggested in this movie and then zoe says something that makes no fucking sense she's like yes but i have to perform tomorrow there's gonna be agents from la in this crowd there's gonna be agents coming to this small town carnival party
1: (laughs) right like the fuck no apparently our carnival which is now infamous for having a fisherman killer kill somebody last year, is a very big hotspot for agents to come by.
0: To check out our local rock scene, which consists of two bands. Which is two bands and a carnival. And each band (laughs) only
1: knows one song. Each band only knows one song, and it's like grunge music.
0: Yeah. Oh, and get this. Zoe's band name is called Zoe and the Hooks. I didn't even notice her band name. Yeah, when they call her on stage, they're like, "This is Zoe and the Hooks." Really, just, really. That's just that's the, the type of writing sad. in the script. Yeah,
1: I didn't notice that, and just hearing it just makes me sad. So, killer on the loose killed Roger, attacked Amber, uh, sliced up Colby, the- yeah. and they think it's the sheriff. They think it's a guy with authority out for revenge. Yeah.
0: But let's stick around. Let's all go to the carnival together. It was like the one
1: sensible thing that they suggested was followed up by the least sensible thing.
0: And they did the least sensible thing. So they were like, okay, well, she's like- We'll, well leave right after you perform. We'll leave
1: right after you perform. That just makes me sad. I was like, when they were like, let's get out of here. I was like, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> and then when she came out of the barn to tell them, I was like, that looks like the face of somebody who just got a reason to stay. And I guess they're sticking around for the 4th of July, which is the least safe day because it's the anniversary.
0: So... Zoe performs and while they're performing. Oh, yeah.
1: By the way, they say that we should all stick together or their whole reason why is, uh, is that they want to stick together, even if it has to be with Zoe. Then they immediately split up. Colby goes off and gets drunk in a bar. Yeah, uh, Zoe's performing. Amber and Lance are watching. And then after the show, she goes off to her dressing room. So it's like, let's all yeah. stick together. And then they immediately split up.
0: Yeah, And then after the, she performs, they go get her like, Zoe, let's go. And she's like, give me a couple minutes. Because there's,
1: there's no sense of urgency.
0: Yeah. She's like, nothing bad could happen in a few minutes. And then she turns around and the fisherman's right there, ready to kill her. Start chasing and they split up again.
1: Uh, Just ignoring the fact that they have three people, then they can easily just bum rush them
0: yeah they all run plants and amber go one way zoe goes another way Uh, probably to make out some more because at this point they're pretty much a
1: couple and yeah it's been long established that he was interested in her and they just progressively got closer and closer and now they're basically lovey-dovey
0: so zoe goes up some random steps to like this like storage yeah, storage attic. She's getting chased by the fisherman. She basically runs up to a stairwell, where gets into an are area in? where she can't go anywhere. Where are they, by the way?
1: Because at this point, it's like dead quiet in there, but I thought that they were just at a bumping carnival party.
0: Yeah, like, the stage that she performs on kind of looks like it's in a uh, flight hangar where, you know, planes would be at. Because I was going to say, it looks like that they're in an abandoned factory now. Yeah, and then she goes into her dressing room, goes out another way, and yeah, it's kind of like a... One last
1: thing, we're supposed to believe how quiet it is right now, like you could hear a pin drop. Meanwhile, they already showed, they show us clips of what's going on at the carnival party, which is nothing but screaming heavy metal music. Yeah,
0: the next band's on stage performing, so yeah. Yelling, screaming into the
1: microphone, and you can't hear a single note of it inside wherever they are.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: So Zoe gets offed. Yeah, she gets sliced up the front and then tossed off the balcony.
0: Yeah, and then they try to call Kobe. They're like, where are you at? He's like, I'm getting fucked up. What do you think?
1: Yeah, he's getting drunk. He's like, you know what, at this point, he's at a bar that has no security around it.
0: Yeah, I guess since everyone's at the party, no one was at the bar.
1: Which you would think that that would be the one place that would be open because parties and concerts attract people who want to drink.
0: Yeah, so. But yeah, he's just there drinking by himself and they're like, hey, he's here. We need to go. So Kobe's hobbling away. And then who should appear? The fisherman.
1: Dude has great cardio.
0: Yeah, basically hooks him through the window and pulls. There's a story he was looking through with the window. Fishman appears, boom, hooks him through and then just kind of pulls him through that little door window.
1: He Freddy Kruegered him like the end of Nightmare on Elm Street uh, with the mom just right through the small square. So now Colby's dead and now he's dead and Lance and Amber are on the run.
0: Yeah, they discover Colby's body, somehow end up with, like, blood all over their shirts and stuff. That was from Zoe. Was she, it from Zoe? Yeah.
1: Because she she went to go check on Zoe, and she kind of, like, hugged her and stuff like that, and got her all of her blood all over her. Okay. Because they run outside, and uh, she, the Deputy Hafner shows up. No, 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 no. Sorry. Rewind. They go to check on Zoe. They get all bloodied up. At At that point, who should arrive but the sheriff. Yeah. The sheriff, the one who they think is the killer. So, so they go duck and hide. Okay, yeah. Deputy sees mm-hmm. dead Zoe Body and he's like calling it in saying, Hey, uh, we got a dead girl over here. So now we're waiting on backup.
0: Which okay. Backup really never comes. But then that's very short
1: lived because from behind he gets attacked by the fisherman. So it wasn't the sheriff.
0: Nope, sheriff is now dead.
1: And apparently we're killing people who had nothing to do with the thing last year.
0: Yeah, it's just people that are in the fisherman's way now. Because yeah, they run outside Run into a Deputy Hafner, who was like, Oh, there's dead bodies. You guys have blood on you. He rightfully takes out a shotgun and he's yeah. like aiming it at him, like, Okay, get in the car. They open the car door and Zoe's body's in the back seat. Which I, uh, All right.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, it gets explained <laughs> in the end, but I hate the explanation. So the deputy is like, oh, holy shit, and they start thinking that it was him. Yeah. They just left the room where Zoe's dead body was, walked outside, and it's magically in his car. They don't stop to think, wait a second, that's impossible.
0: <laughs> yeah, what the fuck ever. Fisherman comes out of nowhere. He shoots the fisherman twice, does absolutely nothing.
1: because he didn't shoot him in the head either.
0: No, he just shot him in the shoulder. And then I think the other shoulder. That's when I texted you, sigh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I just texted you, like, Ugh.
0: yeah. So Deputy Hafner gets hooked and impaled into some, uh, what looked, it looked like the forklift. It's a, fork- a forklift. Yeah. Someone left the uh, forks of a forklift raised halfway up. Vi- that's an OSHA violation. <laughs> but anyone who's ever driven a forklift, does when you park it. I do that. For Put him me. down.
1: Yeah. So when I saw that, I was like, "Whoever left that like that is going to be so fired." <laughs>
0: yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. He gets impaled onto a forklift. Yes, I. I'm forklift certified, ladies. Oh, look at Chris. Forklift certified, so he knows what he's talking about. What he says. So you can, it should not have been left up. So you can
1: send your your fan mail to P.O. box. Just...
0: <laughs> and then they land in uh, Amber run so and we have the two we when have the- did she find the hook though I think I missed that part I watched it through, like oh, three uh, times Colby
1: had it because um, he, he took it from Roger Roger held on to it in case he ever felt like confessing
0: yeah then, I know that but like it was insane
1: and then Colby took it so it was in his possession and it was in the truck and it was in a different truck which truck did they run him am- because they I don't know where they got the hook that's the short answer I don't know I
0: don't know where yeah they got the hook it was, it was in the random truck they used, I guess, to run him over.
1: Wasn't wasn't that the police car?
0: Was it the police car? I don't remember. I think it's yeah. the police car
1: because yeah. he gets because uh, the police deputy gets killed and then they hop in the car and run over fisherman guy.
0: And then they trust she runs him over and then immediately takes a hard left and crashes into a wall. Yeah. I I can't explain why that happened, but that's what happened. Hits him, hard left into a wall.
1: So the fisherman guy is on the ground. He's been shot twice. Been and ran over. But is that enough to stop him?
0: Nope, he gets up, and now the car won't move, because she crashed into a wall. she crashed
1: into a wall, so...
0: So yeah. as the fisherman's, like, trying to grab him, she randomly finds the hook, grabs it, cuts him with it, and realizes, hey, the hook hurts him. But
1: And then we see his face.
0: Yeah, it's a goblin ghost ghoul thing. I, I looked it up what it was. It's, yeah? It's,
1: it, yeah, it's it's the, the ghost of the killer from the first movie or the ghost of the killer or something okay yeah (laughs) sure i think it was the ghost of the from the first movie it's like oh you know you know it's fuck this i'm gonna look it up on wiki i'll tell you exactly what wiki says it is amber and lance get into a car and run the fisherman down he gets up and it is revealed to be the undead ben willis the man who committed the original murder yeah eight years ago yeah so which takes all of the fun out of a franchise like this because the whole point of like movies like this or scream is that you're trying to figure out who the killer is yeah and the fact that you just turned him into a, a he's a monster is just so lame yeah and I'm not even like, this is my first movie into the franchise. And I can tell you that's lame.
0: You need to watch the other two because they're actually decent. I mean, because they it's actually been... paid for good actors and actresses.
1: It's just been years since I've seen the first one. I didn't see the second.
0: Plus, you know, first one has Jennifer Love Hewitt and Sarah Michelle Geller. Can't go wrong with that. I was going to say,
1: that's the second time you mentioned her. You must have had a thing for her back in the day. And Oh, yeah.
0: Still to this day. Totally. I don't know. it. I haven't seen her in any movies in forever, but I don't know what she's done. She is even still acting. Yeah, so they're like, Hey, let's kill them. I guess we could fight him now. So let's 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 fight him, I guess. So they go and they fire up a random wood chipper, I think it
1: Oh, and by the way, him being a ghost was supposed to explain why all these impossible things were happening. Like how he was on the ski lift and how he could do that and how he could get around so fast. So if you're like me and you were sitting there like, well, the, all of this stuff is clearly impossible. Whenever they get to who the actual killer is, you're thinking it's a human. You're you're thinking, well, how did they do this? How, how is this even? Oh, it's okay now because it's,
0: it was a ghost. Sure. So the ghost is like beating the shit out of Lance. She goes to the random wood chipper, fires it up. The ghost teleports to her, rips the door off the damn thing, grabs her, throws her out of it. Could have just thrown her into the wood chipper. Yeah. So when he goes to attack her, she stabs him in the head with a hook and then kicks him into the wood chipper. I guess he forgot that he had supernatural
1: powers <laughs> and can take... <laughs> like he uses...
0: Yeah, he uses his supernatural powers to rip the fucking door off the machine she was in. Well, it wasn't a wood chipper because you don't drive a wood chipper, but it, it was so... Was it like so, a combine or something? Yeah, kind of like a combine would be the closest thing, yeah. So she was inside... He rips the door off of it. Oh, it says it here. It was a snowblower. Okay. No, no, that no, no, makes... no, no. It's, no,
1: wait, it says they're chased into a warehouse. Amber fights Willis and eventually stabs him in the head and then pushes him into a snowblower
0: that Lance was driving. When the fuck did Lance get the the snowblower? Because she was the one who started it to get his attention from, you know, kicking the shit out of Lance. Was it being in Colorado, it know. makes sense that they have that big ass snowblower, I guess. I was, I was but... about to say, wh- why is there a snowblower? But I was like, oh, yeah, they
1: obviously keep it for when winter comes around.
0: Yeah, but why was the snowblower where they're at? Like, are they at a carnival party? Like, bro, she... like, ugh. I think they
1: at a carnival party which apparently no one is at this point like no one is around
0: yeah by habitants, that's where they park the snowblowers in the off season
1: because for a town party where everybody goes to it got abandoned very quickly
0: yeah and no uh around there's one snowblower that's just parked there fucking okay whatever she stabs him in the head kicks him in the snowblower they're in the hospital getting questioned by I guess the new cops, yeah. Especially the
1: remaining police force. The one, I guess they had to call in some other ones from a yeah. different state.
0: They're like, we don't know who did this, but he'll never do it again. Wait, who said that? Wait, did the cops say that? No, Amber, which is saw the cops. Yeah, it was a crazy fisherman, but he'll never hurt anybody again. Well, I mean, how, how, how do you know? Why?
1: I don't know why you would say that because he's supposed to be dead already. <laughs> or he was supposed to be dead in the first place. <laughs> like, Yeah,
0: I guess she didn't want to tell him that they killed him. Oh, whatever. Say
1: something <laughs> ominous like that to
0: the police officers. I'd be like, oh, so
1: you did it? <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. And then fast forward to the end of summer Amber's driving from Colorado to LA, and she's in the middle of the desert now, and her tire gets slashed oh no and she's on the phone with Lance. she's like oh i don't know what to do and then you get a flash of the fisherman and then credits and that's the movie when the credits go on you you think god that's finally over all
1: right so <sighs> all right so we'll, we'll, before we get into to take a breath take a little take yeah. a little take a little sip of water so before we get into ratings and why we feel certain things let's let's do the art let's get the kills out of the way the kills in the movie okay um i'm gonna go ahead and say my favorite kill <laughs> i'm gonna give it up to pj for taking one to the chest okay because he jumped because i think he jumped got impaled on the tractor and i think so, it was, something was sticking up out of his chest and i think his heart was on it
0: yeah it
1: was like a it was like a tractor but it had some kind of spike on it
0: the exhaust pipe of a tractor
1: oh that that's comes up was. yeah oh, okay so yeah he, so i'm gonna give it to my boy pj
0: Okay. Died for his art, for a prank. I'm gonna go with Deputy uh, Pervert that gets impaled on the forklift. Did you say Deputy Pervert? Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I, thought you said deputy, <laughs> I thought
1: you said Deputy Hafner, and I was gonna correct you and say, <laughs> oh, uh, I was like, oh no, he said Deputy Pervert.
0: Yeah. yeah. Getting impaled on the forklift. That, that, that was a pretty creative kill, even though if someone drove a forklift, they would leave the forks up, so. Yes, you're always supposed to keep them down. Yeah.
1: Just because of that reason.
0: By coincidence someone fucked up and yeah.
1: Well I think that's how you you explain the supernatural thing, like the mattresses, like it was a supernatural entity that moved them. And it was a supernatural entity that wrote all of that stuff. It was basically an angry spirit.
0: Yeah. That had but some the kind of spirit wasn't involved in the beginning yet.
1: Cause there was no secret to be kept. There was no secret to be kept. So somebody, why
0: would the spirit be doing this to them then? Yeah. Or,
1: or, or maybe they legitimately, I
0: think just... someone legitimately murdered PJ and they just never addressed it.
1: Or they just legitimately forgot or that, or like what's his face, Roger. Yeah. Who has, like, guilt because he blames himself.
0: Um, Maybe it was him. I don't know.
1: Didn't they... Okay, Well, he says it was PJ's responsibility. To check where the mats were, yeah. Which, that dumbass, if he didn't see any mattresses on the ground, why would he jump off the...
0: the... Onto a fucking tractor, dude. Like, someone moved mattresses and put a tractor there.
1: I think you would notice a big-ass tractor where your mattresses should have been.
0: Plus, that's a pretty far fucking fall just to depend on mattresses. You're gonna fuck yourself up Regardless, and I
1: imagine if that tractor was out where it was supposed to be, you know, tracting fields and not in the middle of a carnival, uh, like a carnival and paved parking lot, which apparently has a car part, uh, a that that seemed kind of out of place that uh parking garage because I I thought
0: they were out a parking in the garage in the middle of like a fucking parking lot, yeah, no, a,
1: no, a parking no in the middle of a carnival thing and in the yeah. middle of a mountain town. It didn't look like that it was the kind of place that would need a parking garage. Yeah. But I don't know. It just I think, I think that if you were to jump off you uh, before you would jump off you would notice a big tractor there instead.
0: Yeah, and then you just call up like, hey, nope, not doing that. All right,
1: so I'm thinking about doing a new rating system. Because the 30-point scale, you know, can get a little confusing sometimes. I've had to explain it more than once, especially to guests and stuff like that. So I'm thinking that instead of having a 30-point scale, I have a simple, just a five-tier scale. And it goes like this. You have, this is all based on like kind of movie theater thing, so... You have the lowest on the totem pole, which is walking out. Like, if you were to see this at the theater, you're walking out. Uh, right above that is this movie was a chore to sit through. Three is rainy day background noise, meaning I won't go out of my way to watch it, but it's like a rainy day and I'm stuck inside. It'll make for whatever background noise so I can do what I'm doing. Right above that is Friday night movie with the guys or gals, if uh, any lady listeners. So it's like, yeah, I'll go see that with uh, my group of friends. I'll go see that. Oh, it'll be our Friday night movie and then number five is I'm showing up at the midnight premiere okay let's just give it a little test let's try it out for one or two and just see if it takes so <sighs> dare I ask what you would rate this on that five scale give it like a point5 no on on the one I just said yeah I, I don't even want to give it a point oh so it's even it's even worse than walking out
0: like I I'm about, to, out. I'm about to email Amazon be like hey can I get my 3.99 back for this movie because it was hard garbage. Now I'm gonna say my rating, and then you just,
1: and then I'll let you have the floor. Right. It didn't piss me off nearly as much as I
0: think you thought it was going to. I thought the cuts were gonna get to you. The edits pissed me off more than anything. Yeah, I was watching. I was like, yeah, Chris is gonna fucking hate that. There was a scene where
1: literally they <laughs> jump cut. They have it's on. It's framed medium shot on. It was in the beginning. On yeah. I think it was Colby. Yeah. and then it jumped cut to just a closer shot of him. Like, 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 but only, by, but only by like a few inches. It jumped kind yeah. of just a couple of inches. Zoomed in. Yeah. Like, I hated the editing. Editing was garbage. I'll, I will say that. But yeah. and maybe if this was like a year or two ago when we were starting out, I would have said how awful this is. But you know, we do this. for Really, it, it's not. It's not a walkout for me. Really. But it was a chore to sit through. Okay. So it's the level right above walking out. So I did feel the time on this. Like number twos are reserved for like. I'm checking my watch, I'm checking my phone, I'm sitting here, I'm getting jittery, I want to just walk out, but I powered through it. I think I'd almost rather watch Venom than this movie. I think we need to break this tie between this one, Venom, and uh, for me, Hanukkah, but uh, and (laughs) uh, Fear.com. Sorry, sorry, Fear.com, that's the one I was thinking. We need to nominate four movies to have our worst of and it needs to be that that and house of the dead might be a contender or hanukkah yeah but as of right now if i was doing the top i don't even think this would make my top three in all honesty for me my top three are venom hanukkah and uh (laughs) fear.com although i did get some joy out of fear.com just in how utterly bad it was yeah The ratings basically for this are we have one walkout and one it was a chore to sit through. It wasn't a good movie, but it was a it was just it was under your most basic slasher movie.
0: I've rated 15s before, and I'm trying
1: to remember what I gave a 15 middle of the road
0: movie. You did that for uh, My Bloody Valentine.
1: It is a couple of points below My Bloody Valentine.
0: On a 30 point scale, I'd give this a two, maybe a, a one. Yeah,
1: on a 30 point scale, I would give it a four it's a four or five because it's a bad movie and the editing definitely takes it down a little bit but at least the editing was only it was mostly in the beginning there's a few bad things but something like house of the dead had bad editing all throughout i now what i'm gonna do is i'm going to sit back not gonna say anything I, i'm gonna let you have the last word on this before we figure out what our next movie is going to be okay yeah. So you just let me know from a someone who was obviously a fan of the series, at least up until that. Just say your piece.
0: Okay, so obviously point out most of the problems with this movie, but this is supposed to be a third movie in a trilogy, but completely disconnected from the first two. And then you take the lore of A Fisherman. I still don't get the decision to make the movie take place in Colorado. I would have been more than happy if they said, hey, this is going to take place in LA. Because guess what? LA is at least by a fucking ocean. And then, like, I don't know who wrote the script for this movie, but it is the most basic dialogue you could think of. Almost like an AI-generated type dialogue for a slasher movie. I think there was supposed to be some jokes in the movie that just weren't funny. If they wanted to make a third one... Even if they couldn't get the cast to return, they could have done a way better job. Have it take place in the town where it all started at, where are the fisherman's actually from, where it makes sense that he's haunting. Because, you know, high schoolers still prank someone died, just kind of like how he got ran over by drunk high schoolers and they just threw him in the ocean. And that's why he wanted revenge on him in the first place. The references for the first two are, like, very, very minimum. And forced. Yeah, like there's the scene where they're in the Ferris wheel and they talk about the curse. And then you see the scene where the hooks in the box where Roger got it from because he bought it off eBay came from Barbados, Jamaica, wherever they were in the second one.
1: Wait, he is that is that where, where that was from? Yeah. Wait, why did he buy that
0: for? How did he buy it? He bought it off eBay. He's, he says it when they're by the bottom after he, they reveal it was a prank that they're behind the cars. He's like, yeah, it's like $39 off eBay. With the, the fish hook or the box? The fish hook. You, know, you said the box was from Jamaica, though, and that was... A the project. box that came in, yeah. Kind of referenced oh. the second movie.
1: I thought you were saying that there was a box from the second movie, and he was holding that box.
0: No, when you see Roger has the hook, after once they fast forward to a year... Okay. The hook's in that box, and you kind of see the postage It says where it's from. Okay, I thought you were saying that there, like, there was a box in the second movie...
1: And that he happens to have that box, like, from the second movie. I get what what you're saying.
0: Uh, Yeah, and then the third final one is, like, newspaper clippings that Amber had time to go find, clip out, and glue two pieces of paper. She's like, look at this, what I found, when we've all been super busy. Clippings from newspapers from North Carolina about the original story. And this is why this movie's trash. Most of the kills are kind of... Yeah, and yeah, it's not shot well at all. The score of this movie is fucking terrible. And that's about all I can say about it. Don't watch it. And like I said, you got the final word on
1: that. It is now time to figure out what we're going to be doing next for our next movie review. We have three Arr. more left. I Arr. We did two of mine and we've done one of Dave. All right. All right. We're doing Urban Legends.
0: All right. Urban Legends Final Cut, which is a sequel, not the first one. That's actually decent. This is a sequel that is, I heard, really terrible. I've actually never seen it.
1: Oh, I was about to ask you, do I need to watch
0: the first one to know what's going on? I guess I'm going to have to. Yeah, I don't know to be honest. I'm I'm gonna go back and watch the first one, anyways. But yeah.
1: All right, so now uh, you're officially caught up because now we just have two left on the on this. Plus, we got we still got uh, a guest or two left in our pocket and uh, another. we have another sabotage and save. Well, we're just trying these, uh, the sabotage and save out. See if it takes. Yeah. That wraps up for this episode. Hope you guys all have a good week. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Peace. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Body Bag Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe and leave us a comment as to what you'd like to hear us review or any horror movie topics you'd like to hear us rant and rave about.
0: And while you're at it, you can find us on Twitter at Body Bag Pod and on Instagram at Body Bag Podcast.
1: Thanks, and we'll see you next time.